I was upset. I didn't think I had what it takes. It took a while to admit anything was wrong. Diet and exercise sounded intimidating. But small easy goals made it easy to start. Every situation is different. There are many paths to victory, but the end goal is all the same. This is the Weight Loss Podcast with Matt and Courtney, a couple who committed to a strategy and lost a combined 100 kilograms. When it comes to weight loss, you don't just need encouragement, you need a strategy. Hello and welcome to the Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Courtney and as always, next to me is Matt. Hello, how are you going? I'm excellent, thank you. Yeah? Very good. Awesome. Sun's shining, birds are singing. All right. <laughs> Actually, none of those things happening. Um, not that we know since we're inside. We're inside and the sun is definitely not shining So what you might say is the heater's on. The heater is on. The door's closed because it's cold. Yeah. I can't hear any sort of bird. No, gloomy, gloomy day. But no, we I are thought. here, so it's brighter already. Our day is gloomy. We're here to make yours a bit brighter. That's right. How's that? And today, we're going to really make it brighter by talking to you about... The bullshit you tell yourself. Correct. Do you believe your own bullshit? (laughs) I know I have for a long time, and in some ways I have recently, and I've addressed them. I have. I think we all have. I think this goes... No one is immune to this. Uh, I have in the past, and I have in the recent past. I mean... And I, I, I'm sure I will in the future as well. So what do we mean by the question, do you believe your own bullshit? What we mean by the question is, do you believe the excuses that you tell yourself? Do you believe the, the struggle is too much that you tell yourself? It's too real. There, there's always going to things going to come up. There's always going to be hurdles, roadblocks, stepping stones, whatever you like to call it. There's always going to be things that come up along the way that are shit. And do you believe that that is a big enough problem for you? Or a big enough enough obstacle to prevent you. So that's the reason why you won't get to your goals is because of X, Y, Z. Yes. That's out of your control. Or do you choose to believe that you can get past it? So that is what we mean by do you believe your own bullshit? And... As you said, Matt, you've gone through this. I've gone through this in the past. When I was overweight, I clearly believed my own bullshit because Mm. I didn't do anything about it for a very long time. But what were you telling yourself? So it was things like, it's just too hard. You go through the little excuses like, you know, or just one piece of cake won't hurt. All of that is believing your own bullshit. It's just believing your own bullshit comes on different scale level, really. So there's little things that just build up and contribute to a really big problem, which is the one piece of cake won't hurt, which doesn't turn into one piece of cake. Or it's, I'll skip the gym today, but it won't matter because I've eaten really well. So it's okay if I don't go to the gym this week. Or I'm too busy. I'm too busy. My life's just too full. I got stuck at work. Oh, work's fault. Yeah, it's work's fault. Yep. It's, yep, okay, it's work's fault. I yep, didn't we'll get there them. on Tuesday, so I now just have to wait till next Tuesday because... I'm the, too busy the I, rest I can't, of the week. I could possibly not get there. Um, I don't work out on public holidays, <laughs> so I can't go then. 
So these are all Very these good. are all believing your own bullshit stuff. And I'm too old. I went through a lot of this. So I'm too injured. Too injured. So mine more so when I was back years ago when I was um, just getting bigger and bigger and bigger, mostly revolved around eating because I was a big emotional eater. I was a big binge eater. So I would believe my own bullshit related to eating, overeating, eating to excess in terms of sweets, in terms of junk food. In what way though? It was mostly just uh, convincing myself that what I was doing was too difficult and a lot of what I went through as well, believing my own bullshit, was that it wasn't that bad. I wasn't that fat. Oh, I wasn't the, the that denial. ugly. Yes. I, I, you know, it could be worse. Bad. I'm not that bad. You know, there's fatter people out there. Like, I'm not <laughs> that bad. Um, You're not on a TV show called, like, My 700 Pound Life. You know, those are the things I would tell myself in that moment to justify what I was about to do. And then, of course, you know, days later or something like that when I'm looking in the mirror and I hate myself um, (laughs) for what I see back in the mirror because I do see that I am that fat and that I'm that unhappy with myself. Um, So that was a lot of the things that I went through. Definitely working out was never consistent for me. So working out... I would always have an excuse for, you know, I've, I've got a very active job. I don't need to work out to, um, I just don't have time. I've got no one to come with me and I really, I just can't work out by myself. Those were a lot of the things that I went through in terms of back then. Um, since then, you know, it, it my bullshit, believing my own bullshit has come in different forms. But that was when I, years ago before I met you, Matt, and, and I was at my heaviest. That's where my my excuses and and bullshit would come from and I'm sure back before I met you and you were at your heaviest you had similar sorts of excuses yes plenty plenty of them it's pretty easy when you do what we do for a living to see through people's excuses when you've used them all yourself yeah which is why like I don't I don't cop that shit myself with my line of work anymore but for me, personally, the weather was a big one because I used to live in the tropics. So it was generally a combination of filthy, stinking, hot, humid weather or filthy, stinking, hot, humid weather and rain. Yeah. It was one or the other. So my one of my biggest sort of hurdles... Or, no, fuck. The term hurdle is bullshit. Yeah. Um, the bullshit I was feeding myself was oh, it's too hot. It's too wet. I can't go out in the rain. Yeah. It's too humid. I don't want to sweat. Then it was time. I haven't got time. I've just got to go to work. Not like I work 24 hours a day, but still haven't got the time. Then there was the uh, too tired. Work's just too hard. I've had a big day. I just want to go home and relax. I'll go tomorrow. I'll go next week. Weeks go by, nothing fucking happens. I also would give myself the complete horse shit excuse of, I'm just meant to be this way. Mm. I'm just not supposed to lose weight. I'm just supposed to be fat. You know, I'm one of those rare human beings that is incapable of losing weight. Yes. What? You fucking what? So I would tell myself things like that. And I I think for me, the biggest one was indeed, you're always meant to be this way. Yeah. 
And you, you, you believe that enough and your actions will reflect that. Of course. So I was putting in a... Even saying a half-assed effort was a compliment. So less, let's call it a quarter-assed effort. Australian slang there. <laughs> a quarter-assed effort because I was telling myself that I was always going to be this way. So I'd say one thing. I'd say it enough times to believe it. And then my actions or inactions would reflect those things I was telling myself. Mm. But they were the biggest things I told myself back then, yes. As well as a little bit of denial. You know, you avoid photos. You avoid looking in the mirror. You avoid like uh, shop front windows. So you can't see your reflection walking past. And it's not, it's not, it's not that bad. Yeah. You know, you don't look at the clothing size that you're putting on. You just grab a shirt, even though it's like the size of a fucking tent. Yes. Or a deployed parachute. But, you know, it's not, I'm not that bad. Until you see actual photos and it's like, actually, you're worse. So I, was, I would feed myself those sort of revolving lines of crap for a number of years and have a get and so I was I use the term loosely trying to lose weight while giving myself all these bullshit outs pretty easy question to answer but worth asking what do you think my end result was after a few years of this routine nothing yeah fucking nothing funny how that works yes and I know for me back then it, it all comes to a head where for me, and this is what this is part of why I sort of have an idea in my head of what it takes for people to actually be able to change. And it's when you get to the point where you're so unhappy with yourself and the current situation that it the feeling of that is greater than you believing the shit you tell yourself. Yes. So you get to that tipping point. It's like, you know what? All that crap that I've been telling myself, I don't fucking care because I hate this feeling more than anything else. And like just between, I suppose, the three of us, I don't think a lot of people got to that point, which is where you get people believing the shit they tell themselves. Yeah. Because I don't, I, don't, I don't quite know if they've hit rock bottom. Mm. And you have to. I think you have to, but then I think that once you have hit rock bottom, it is it is possible though for all that bullshit to to come up again. Oh, once you, once you clear it, it doesn't mean you're in the clear no, forever no. because all you do is you sort of level up and then tell yourself the next level's worth of shit. Yeah, correct. Well, there's always going to be things that come up, aren't they? Aren't there? So there is. There's always going to be. Problems, you know, it's not, it's not a smooth sailing thing. And if anyone tells you so, they're lying. Like it is not smooth sailing because you got to think about this. Depending on how old you are, like I'll be thirty years old in December. So I have got. I've already been doing this now for what, Matt? Six years. Since we met. Yeah. Yep. Six years already, and I'm only thirty years old in December. I've got quite a few decades left of this. What do you mean? 
of of going through, you know, doing or striving for different goals. Quite um, a few decades. You've got the rest of your life. This that's what stop. I mean. That's what I mean. I've got decades to go. Mm. So there's, you, if you really think that within four decades or whatever it's going to be, that there aren't going to be problems that come up, you're delusional. Absolutely delusional. There is always going to be something that comes up and something then that our brains will latch onto and want to use as an excuse. Are you taking a shot at the people that are waiting for the right time to do it? Well, it's not only waiting for the right time to do it. It's just that people, I think because so many people have this short-term mentality and mindset related to weight loss, that they forget that this is going to continue. Just because your wedding is coming up in six months doesn't mean you stop. You know, just because that party you want to look really good for is at the end of the year doesn't mean that there's then not going to be something that comes up next year. It doesn't mean you're not going to continue. And I think people constantly having these, you're always going to want to have short-term goals, but the fixation of short-term goals is not helping the situation because everybody then just thinks that I've just got to deal with the problems that come up between now and then and then that's it. Well, I just... I can't remember if I told you this. I signed up last week for uh, the local gym's six-week challenge. (laughs) Are you sort of hinting to me that it won't be easy after those six weeks and I solve all my problems? No. Oh. So this is what I mean, though. Yes, there are people out there that haven't quite maybe hit rock bottom, which I think is where you were saying, Matt, that often if people haven't hit that rock bottom yet, it's so easy for them to still use excuses and believe their own bullshit. But, and I totally agree. And then the problem is after people hit rock bottom and then they do start, I think the misconception is that, oh, it'll be fine now because I've started. And then they think, oh, well, I've only just got to get between now and 12 months from now. Well, I mean, it will be fine long term, but the way you get there won't be. No. And you've always got to be prepared for for different things, hardships to come up along the way Mm. and how you're going to deal with them. So I'll use myself as an example at the moment. So I spoke before about what excuses I would bring up before I met you, Matt, and before I really started to focus on my health and my body shape. Mm. In the last six years, there's been multiple hardships that I've gone through and multiple things that I have used excuses for and believe my own bullshit about and they're things that now that I'm able to look at for what it is and and to move forward beyond it so in the past there's been different hurdles that have come up but in terms of like work changing or work hours changing or getting into a different routine and I've believed bullshit around how it was too hard or you know just insert problem here little little superficial things that should not have been difficult Um, which I made difficult. And I think that's the other thing a lot of the times we do is a lot of the things, the hardships we go through, realistically, they're not overly difficult to manage, but we make them harder than they need to be. In what ways? Well, we we believe that they are so so big that we can't get through it. Insurmountable, yes. We believe believe in ourselves that, oh my God, this is just going to derail the whole thing. And a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll just throw the baby out with the bathwater when it comes to that and just say, oh, well, too hard. That's it. Oh, too hard. I'll try next time. That's it. It's done. It's over. So recently I've been going through 
bouts of bloating. You've seen me, Matt. One day I will look like a perfectly normal Courtney. Um, The next day or two days later, I look like I'm about five months pregnant. Legitimately five months pregnant. And a lot of the times I have not had an answer as to why. Can't think of what I've eaten differently. You know, have to go back through, try to track what I've done differently, what I haven't done differently. Have I drunk something that I hadn't drunk before? Have I, you know, what has caused this? And if anyone struggles with food intolerances or any medical conditions that cause this this sort of reaction, it can be incredibly frustrating because a lot of the time, just don't know 100% why it's happened. And it's a long process to have to go through to try to figure out what food or drink has caused it, you know, is there something that has affected me in that way? And then you can slowly filter those things out of your day-to-day food intake. But it takes a really long time and it's incredibly frustrating. And in the past, this is something that isn't overly a recent thing for me. I've I've had this sort of problem for years. Um, but in the past, I have used it as an excuse to say, oh, well, I look shit anyway. I may as well eat whatever I want. Or, well, it's just too hard. I'm just not supposed to lose weight because every time I try, something happens and this happens and then I look shit and I'm putting all this effort in and I don't even look like I'm losing any weight. So what's the point in trying? So those are all the things that in the past I've used the excuses for and I could be easily still doing that because it's still happening. And I could easily get myself worked up about how I've been going through this for years and why can't I find an answer for it and why is there no easy solution and then I think you start to get your head into the mindset of why is this happening to me victim mentality why does this have to happen to mm. me that doesn't happen to her insert name here and she has it easy and she goes to the gym and she just loses weight and why doesn't this happen to her why does it happen to me and that is so easy then to get into that blaming mentality and then it's also not helpful and you're not focusing on the real problem. And so you you go through things like that. Recently, I've gone through again another shift of job hours and, and my, my responsibilities with the, um, our business and and other work that I do has, has shifted. So my work hours have shifted. So getting into a new routine with that. Um, there's been a lot of things that have been different with me lately and I could easily sit here and say, oh, it's all just too hard. Shifting hours, then some days I can't go to the gym when I used to be able to go to the gym and I could easily just say, oh, well, I can't get there. I'm too busy. But I don't because then I just say, well, if I have to go at 7 o'clock at night, I'll just go at seven o'clock at night because that's the time I can go. Or early morning. If I have to get up at 5 a.m. and go, I'll get up at 5 a.m. and I'll just go. Not if, bad for someone who hates exercise. If I have to go on the weekend, I'll just do it on Sunday. You know, a lot of people out there say, oh, I don't work out on Sunday. Sunday's my day. Oh, okay. So your health and fitness isn't your problem either then? <laughs> like I don't get that. Oh, it's, uh, Sunday's my day. Very good. Oh, great. I'm glad Sunday's your day. Like, you know, these are the things that we can so easily get stuck into. And I, I have been there in the past. And as you said, Matt, in the, earlier in this podcast, it's like it, yeah, you do have a chuckle when clients come to us and say, oh, but, but now nah, because of this. 
um, well, I'm laughing in your face because I used to say that to myself and I know you're full of shit. Um, so, you know, there's legitimately hard things that come up in life, illness, you know, problems with job, problems with work, relationships, relationships, mental health problems, children. There's always problems that will come up in life. I I think we call that the shit happens policy. And there's nothing, unfortunately, that we can do to change that. Mm. And there is nothing that is going to be easy. Some weeks are just going to be shit. But I'm talking, what I'm talking about is a general rule, you know? I'm not talking about you can't just come up with one thing one day and say, oh my God, this is really bad. This has happened. This happens. It happens to me. But this is where you either get sucked into that mentality and you allow it to affect not only that that rest of that week, the rest of that month, you give up altogether because you just say it's too hard. So you have to be able to be flexible with what you're doing. Otherwise, like, you know, we said at the start, you start to believe your own bullshit and you start to believe it's all too hard and then you just give up and you just say, nah, can't do it. Instead of just saying, look, this was really bad today. My child was sick. It was just, I don't even want to talk about the day because the day just sucked so much. One of those days. You know what? Okay, cool. We've all got those days. We're all human. So what are you going to do about it? I'm just going to go to the gym on Sunday instead. Okay. Problem solved. Uh, like, cool. Awesome. Like, no big deal. Otherwise, you get the, my day just sucked. This happened. I don't want to talk about it. It was just one of those really bad days. Okay. So what, what are you going to do? Well, what can I do? Can't do anything about it, can I? I'm so busy the rest of the week. I just can't get anywhere. I'm just not going to be able to get it done. I'm just not going to be able to go to the gym. Um, what? So there's two, there's two different reactions that you can take to problems. And I think that that's a, the biggest thing that, that we all need to start identifying with our own personalities because we've spoken about it in previous episodes. It, it, it covers a lot of things, which is our brain always wants to think of the negative in everything. It always wants to think of the worst case scenario. It always wants to bring us down and say, no too hard. No, if we even, you know, if we hesitate for for a second, our brain is going to start to think, yeah, no, this is bad. It's uncomfortable. I don't like this situation. Let's not do it. Let's not do it. Let's not do it. It starts to panic and it starts to want to bring us down, pull us back, negative, this is bad. Don't go there. Whereas if we just look at situations for what they are, and it just takes a little bit of perspective to say, you know what? yeah, I look five months pregnant today. There is nothing I can do about it. There is absolutely nothing I can do about it. So what am I going to do? Sit at home, cover up and never leave the house? Eat donuts. Eat donuts and make it worse? Or am I just going to get on with it and have to have a bit of perspective in my life there? There's going to be days that I'm going to be down about it and think I could get that split second of thinking, oh, why does this have to happen to me? But then you just think, oh, well, it is. It does. Move on. So it's not like I never have those moments where I think, oh, why does this have to happen to me? But I don't dwell on it. It's a split second and then you think to myself, Courtney, just freaking go to work. You know, you just have to keep pushing forward. But believing our own bullshit is the number one reason why people 
take steps backwards. Take genuine steps in the opposite direction. Mm. I think I've spoken a lot now. Oh. And you're sitting there, Matt, not saying anything, and now I'm getting self-conscious no, about what I'm saying. No, you're on fire. <laughs> Don't stop. Like, you're getting this off your chest. Go for your life. No, it's just one of those things that I we see so often. And, uh, and you know, us as humans, we're so easy, easily believing ourselves when we think that we're the only ones who go through things as well. Like, yeah. we're the only ones that have this problem. My problems are the biggest problems going around. You know? Yep. I'm the busiest person in the world. Fuck off. You know? I have I have all of these issues. There there are a lot of people out there that I, I'm acutely aware there's a lot of people out there that achieve more than I do and have it way worse than I do. Mm. Mm. So that 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 whole line of thinking as well is just going to drive you backwards constantly. Well, I think it's also ultimately you're not taking responsibility for your situation. You know, I think that's a really good point, Matt. Responsibility is a big one. You're not taking responsibility for your choices and you're not taking responsibility for the fact that if you look and feel like shit, that's your fucking fault. Now, that is a fantastic point. And now why why don't people take responsibility? (laughs) They're not ready to. They're not ready to. They're not ready to. So it's easy to blame someone else. Oh, I, I ate all that junk food because my my husband or wife made it for me. Is it also the shame that you feel as as a human being the, the, that 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 little sickening feeling you get in the pit of your stomach where it's like shit I I stuffed this. Is it is it the shame you feel or the shame you think you're going to feel? Because I have found in my life. And seen seen this with a lot of successful clients that I've worked with. When you accept responsibility, you don't feel shame. You feel better. I agree. You feel better because it's like, well, if I got myself into this shithole, why can't I get myself out? So I think with a lot of people, they're just not ready to accept it, which means they're not ready to change. I agree. And I think that's a great point that you make because I used to be that person who was always afraid of admitting fault. Fault. Admitting... It's funny though, like fault just makes you like everyone else. Yeah, I know. But that's one of those emotions that is, it, it, it's, it's, it's an uncomfortable emotion. It's, it's an uncomfortable feeling to be, have to be able to admit fault. It is. And stuff. You know, something else as well. When we are at our worst, like we're in our worst shape, our health is garbage. Um, like we got ourselves there. Yeah. But I think until you, you you hit the nail on the head, Matt, I think until you could admit that fault, then, or not that fault, but I think if you could, until you can admit that to yourself, that you really can't move forward anyway. It's, it's easier, it's easier to accept your mistakes once you accept responsibility for making them. Yeah. Where a lot I don't of people... really think you can move forward unless you unless you are willing to admit that responsibility. Well, I've I've seen this countless times with people who have failed uh, for a, a number of reasons that all add up to ultimately they're not taking responsibility for their own actions and their own choices. So there's blame shifting. It's my trainer's fault. It's my husband's fault. It's my wife's fault. It's work's fault. No, dickhead, it's fucking your fault. 
I think as well, I've gone through this in the past because over the la- over six years, I've gone through periods of time where I've dropped fat and then I've gained fat and I've dropped fat. And that's just been a part of... Are you saying that as a personal trainer, you're not perfect? Yes. Whoa, you failed. And I Hashtag have fake definitely trainer. not been perfect over the last six years. And I've had to have those those really hard looks at myself instead of looking at everything else, looking, as you said, Matt, looking at the food or the training or, you know, or I didn't train enough, like, or the training wasn't good enough, like it wasn't structured well enough for me or no, like, you know, there must be something I'm missing uh, because, you know, I ate really well and I gained weight. So there has to be something I'm missing here or, you know, it's all of these little things that I would tell myself. It wasn't just... Courtney, you just stuffed it. You just had a goal and you just didn't get it right. And so rather than just saying that to myself, I never used to be able to say that to myself. And it, it does make a massive difference when you can take that responsibility and say, you know what, I didn't get this one right because of A, B and C. But you know what am I going to do about it? I'm just going to fix it now. Learn. Learn and fix it. And I think that that's the hardest thing as well to admit when you're taking responsibility because you can't go back and change it. And that is the hardest thing, in, I think, in taking responsibility is you can't go back and change it. And so we get, we get locked and frozen and stuck in that time where we're not willing to accept responsibility so we can't move forward. Too much time looking backwards. So as soon as I was able to take responsibility, admit, yeah, I stuffed that. That was totally my fault. I should have done better. I was able then to say to myself, oh, that's okay because I'll just fix it now. And again, I think that that's also where we get caught in that short-term mentality, Matt, where we think, well, I, I, I stuffed it and, I, and, and you know, I didn't get it by then. And, and then you start to panic. And it's like then you also forget that it's okay because I can just – keep going because like I'm only 30 years old and and I've got decades in my life well, it doesn't go. matter how old you are it doesn't matter how old you are but this is what I mean though where it all gets sucked into the same excuses that we tell ourselves and mm. you're totally right on that taking responsibility I think it's the biggest one of the biggest parts around believing your own bullshit is that you believe it and you're not willing to take it responsibility Ownership. for the choices that you decide to make at the end of the day. Yep. So there are plenty of different choices out there. All right. So moving this forward a bit, do you have any tips or advice that you can give? I think one on of the biggest topic? things is just to remember that it's never going to be smooth sailing. But so, I've, been, I've been sitting here for 10 years now <laughs> waiting for the right time to lose weight. It should be pretty soon, yeah? Yeah, I think I think in terms of when you hit the nail on the head, Matt, when you started to speak about hitting rock bottom and and not using your excuses anymore to start, mm. definitely. And then I think once you do start, just remember it's never always going to be smooth sailing. Ideally, you're going to have big patches of time where you are going to get into a really good rhythm. But but life is life, and things are always going to come up. Shit will go wrong. And the ability to be able to bounce back from that shows how far you're going to go in succeeding. Would you say maybe the biggest reason that people are always starting over again and not actually getting anywhere meaningful is because they aren't prepared to handle things when they're presented with a challenge? Correct. 
And then, as you said, Matt, they're not willing to take responsibility when things go wrong. And so instead of taking responsibility, people quit. It's like, I can't admit what I did. I'm not, I I believe this. Can't or won't? Won't. I won't admit what I did. Then they convince themselves to believe whatever bullshit they tell themselves related to the issue. AKA not my fault. Then they just quit. Rather than saying to yourself, okay, I stuffed up. We just keep going. You know, there's, there's, there shouldn't be, move forward. There shouldn't be an end line for problems. It should just be, well, as you said, there's a learn and move forward. It's not so much there shouldn't be, there isn't. But, but people develop an end line because they stop. They stop at the point of believing the bullshit, not taking responsibility, so you can't move forward. That's, that's it, you're done. Mm. You, that, 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 is, that is the end of the game. You're done. And then that's when people restart. See, you, I don't understand these people saying I'm restarting. You've never finished. Why did you finish? I don't get that. Mm. Do you understand that? Mm. Or is that just me? Nah, I'm with you. If you never finish, you don't restart. You're just learning and getting better at what you're doing. But if, if, if you stop, well, that's just because you believed your own bullshit. Mm. What's your tip, Matt? I think just accepting responsibility that ultimately you are where you are because you put yourself there. Choices. And we we are all the result of our choices. For the good or the bad. Well, for better or worse, for sure. Definitely. But if you're in the situation where it feels like you've been trying to lose weight for years and years and years, uh, that's because you've been fucking it up for one reason or another and you've been accepting too much of your your own bullshit that you tell yourself. So you, you are where you are because of the choices you make. Correct. Uh, once you accept that, it is f- a thousand times easier to move forward because when you accept responsibility for fucking up, it gets easier to accept responsibility for fixing it yes. because you, you then realize that you can take control. And that helped me a lot and still does help me a lot today that ultimately I'm in control of everything that I do. Even if I tell myself at times, oh, I'm too busy with work. Will get better at time management, dickhead. These are the ones you were talking about earlier that recently have come up for you. Yeah, yeah. Like like a lot of people, I I found myself guilty of hiding behind work. I'm too busy with my work. I've got to do this, this, and this. So I can't do other things in my life. No, that's wrong. Ultimately, it's wrong. We've we've all got the same amount of time in the day. So how's my twenty four hours in the day different to anyone else's? It's not. So that's the first tip I'd give is that just deal with the fact that you are the result of your choices and you know, take responsibility and then take control from there. I also reckon that, you know, the other tip I'd give is that, you know, be prepared. I suppose flows on from what you said before, Courtney, about it's not going to be easy. Be prepared for challenges along the way. Mm. You're not going to get a smooth ride. Like this is not going to happen. Forget it. It's the hardest thing you'll ever do. But also probably the most rewarding, I would say, mm-hmm. because of the impact it can have on other areas of your life. But if you allow yourself to get tripped up, the first sign of a challenge, like you got no fucking chance, none. 
I think ultimately the best transformations always come from people who are prepared to negotiate the obstacles. The best transformations never come from people that had it easy because no one does. Every single transformation I've been involved with, be it my own helping Courtney or other clients as well, they've all had their own obstacles to overcome of different types. Not a single person I've, I've met that's had any success with this has had it easy. They've had to get around a combination of things, a year or two. If you're not prepared to, save your money, don't bother going to the gym. No. Don't bother trying that next stupid fucking eight-week weight loss challenge at the gym. No. It's not going to work. No chance. Any other tips from you? No, I think I've spoken enough. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were in fuego on this one. Totally on fire. But as I said, I think just in closing... Not, I'm not sitting here saying that I'm perfect because I've just spent half an hour telling you about the last six years and all the stuff I've done wrong and I've had to learn from it and I've had to learn from somebody who never used to like to take responsibility. I've learned to become someone who will take responsibility, who will put my hand up to say, yep, I did that, that was my fault, I did that wrong. So I've learned personally to be able to, do, to, to handle those sort of things mm. and then it helps me on my journey to lose weight as well because then I'm learning every time I'm making a mistake. Is it slower? Yeah. Is it frustrating? Yeah. Is it annoying that I'm making mistakes that aren't helping me get to where I'm going? Of course it is. But who doesn't do that? No one. Who doesn't make mistakes along the way? No one. I'm yet to meet no anyone one. that hasn't made a mistake. And every time I go through anything... I'm learning. So even in the last couple of months, I've been learning more and more and more about why I have been going through more bloating patches. So I could have easily sat there mm. and said, this is shit and I'm not doing it anymore. And I never would have investigated further as to why it's happening. So I never would have got the understanding that I've got now just in the last three months mm. about furthering my education on how my body is functioning what makes it function better what doesn't make it function better so it, it's very easy to just stop but it it is harder definitely to be able to push through and say no I want to know why this is happening no I did stuff that up and I want a chance to prove that no I have learnt and I can do it mm. so that, that is, I think, the biggest thing to take from that. And we've seen it from clients, Matt, haven't we? As you said perfectly, there's, we haven't dealt with one single client that hasn't had things that come up either at the start of them working with us or through, or it's just popped up out of nowhere throughout it's, the It's inevitable. Yeah. It's inevitable yep. with everyone. They're going to be presented with adversity. And that's when you find out how ready someone really is or really is not. Correct. Because, yeah, it might knock you about for a day, a couple of days, a week. But they're the ones that don't say, oh, I, I need to stop and I'll just restart. <sighs> they're not the ones that say that. Yep. They're the ones that say, well, that was really bad. They might have a bad three months. Mm. But they mm. still don't say, I'm going to restart. They say, I'm going to get better. Or ask, how can I work through this? Yeah. 
That's what? a that's a big one, I think. That is a good one. Is the the willingness to ask how do I work through this shit, as opposed to just accepting my face value and going, oh well, I'll just start again once it gets easier. How should I have dealt Otherwise, with this better? You're going to keep starting again. Yeah. And you keep starting again, you end up at the same point, which is fucking nowhere. And we're very we're creatures of habit, so often the things that we make mistakes about, we'll make the mistakes again and again and again, yeah. because a lot of the stuff we do is habitual. So if, if we're making the same error, often we are the last people to be able to see it. So perfect point, Matt. If you can ask someone for help and advice as to where could I have done this better, a bit of guidance. you're often able to actually find something out about yourself that you've probably been doing for years and years and years and you had no idea that you did it, mm. that it was a habit. And that then as soon as you're aware of any habit, you're actually able to deal with them. But you can't deal with habits unless they know you know they exist. Mm. So that is a fantastic point, I think, Matt, to finish on, which is to don't be afraid to ask for assistance. Yeah, if you have if you have problems calling yourself out on your own bullshit, have someone in your corner that will. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Have someone that says, Really? Really? You're not gonna go to the gym this week? Really? Hmm. Here's why you're full of shit. Yeah. I'm not. I think you actually could go to the gym this week. No, you could. You know, yeah. You're not going to work out on a public holiday? Really? Huh. That's funny. The goals just stop on public holidays. Why? Your goals take a day off, apparently. I don't work out on Sundays. It's my day. Wow. I don't have time to do the food shop, so I'm just going to have takeaway. Yeah, I can't. My work's too busy. I'm stopping at the, at the drive-thru. It takes so much more time to run into the supermarket than it does to go to McDonald's. Like, it takes so much more time. Well, there is, you probably, there probably is actually time saved going through the drive-thru at a takeaway joint than it is going to do your own food prep, but the price you pay is much bigger. So if those are the choices you're making, then, you know, accept the fact that you are where you are. Yes. Done. That's a wrap? I think that's a wrap. We could just keep going on and on and on really talking about this. No, there's no point of that. I, I think we've I think we've covered it. I reckon we, we call this one a show. Yes. Let's pull the pin. We um I had an email I wanted to read, but I might save it for our next mailbag. Where oh, we'll, that's where a good idea. We will attack uh, a bunch of emails Multiples. together. Yes. All right. Uh, there's a couple of couple of big ones I want to get to, but cool. if I tack them on to the end of an episode, we're going to run super long and fuck that. We run long enough as it is. All right. Look out for our next mailbag coming uh, up. But we do love to receive your emails and we'd love feedback, uh, suggestions and abuse. So podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com is where you can address all of the above. Yes. Even the abuse. Email me, tell me I'm full of shit or not. And that's fine. You are full of shit, but in different ways. Uh, or you can message us through our Facebook page at The Weight Loss Podcast. We would love to hear from you. So on that note, Courtney, well done. That's done. a good show. Uh, hope you've got something out of this. If not, well, bad luck. We love you anyway. Uh, speak to you soon. Bye. Get more free tips, listen to previous episodes, and contact Matt and Courtney at theweightlosspodcast.com. Podcast.com.